and we are chatting week two of the NRL final series on Sports Breakfast this morning, and we do it with the great James Sully Sullivan. Hello, Sol. Hello, Jacob, Wayne, listeners. Yes, it is brutal. Social media. You don't, you don't cop any grief on social media, so you're the nicest bike on the planet. You get nothing but endorsements, I would have thought. Yeah, I don't, but it's an interesting point, and obviously Dunny and I had you know, different gravy to, to all you young fellas, but um, it's interesting talking to the young kids. Like, I've got three that live with me over here, you know, three 18-year-olds, and it is. It's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad world out there at times. But anyway, let's worry about the footy. Oh, what a, what a couple of games we've got coming up. Well, the Roosters a couple of weeks ago looked like they might have just been making up the numbers or maybe not even qualifying. Here they are now in week two. The Storm look a little wounded. They didn't score against the Broncos. We know they go back home to Amy Park. Ryan Pappenhausen's leg injury last week was particularly ugly. No Xavier Coates either. How did the Storm pick themselves up and avoid going out in straight sets? Well, I think, I think they'll be okay because if you look at the other side, there's no Manu, mm. there's no Sawal. Well, Ali, there's no um, oh, Smith as well. Billy Smith's out. So they've lost a few as well, which is... i tell you a little thing about these two sides. The NRL era turns 25 this year, and at least one of these two teams have played in the grand final on 17 occasions. It's amazing, isn't it, how long they've been up and about over the last 25 years, these two sides. You talk about you know, clawing their way into the finals. And that's what they've done. Let's be honest. They've won six in a row, the Sydney Roosters, and, and done a good job. They, yeah, at the end of the day, the, the Cronulla Sharks tried to knock them, you know, from pillar to post last Saturday night. Couldn't get over the top of them. They just kept scrambling, scrambling, doing a job, the Roosters. So, um, same scenario as you were just saying about the Storm. They got, you know, taken to pieces in a game that, yeah, we haven't seen the Broncos do that against the Storm for such a long time. And um, I think... You know, at the end of the day, we don't see Craig Bellamy sides lose two in a row very often. But I did like the honesty from the likes of Cameron Munster straight after the game. You know, the, what he said about their performance. So, um, back at home, uh, they've got a pretty good record against uh, the Roosters. They've won seven of the last eight. So, And the Storm aiming to make their eighth preliminary final in nine years. Yes, um, phenomenal sort of club, as we know. But, yeah, I think I think the Roosters might be running out of luck. All right, so the Storm to win that. The next one, uh, the Warriors up against the Knights. The Knights come into this in pretty good damn form and, and quite exciting. The Warriors, uh, I don't know what we take out of last week's game, but they've uh, the home ground advantage has got to be big. Yeah, it's going to be big and it's sold out in 30 minutes, Dunny. Jacob, how good's that? You know, like, bang, bang. And uh, let's just quickly focus on the Warriors as a club as a whole. It's been a phenomenal year. They finish in the top four in both um, the first grade, the NRL, and the New South Wales Cup competition there. And New South Wales Cup sides playing in the prelim on um, Saturday to try and uh, jump into the grand final the following week. So it's been an incredible season for them. You, are, you just said what to make of last week. They obviously got blown off the park in that first 40 minutes against the Panthers, but I was happy with their second minute, uh, second half. They competed. Panthers didn't get away on them when they probably could have. After that, you know, how good they were in the first half. The Knights, as you said, 10 in a row. Um, first finals game between these two sides ever, uh, between the Knights and the Warriors. And you have a look at their wings. This is quite incredible. There's 76 tries scored between the four wingers. Dom Young and Greg Marzu, 46 between them. And then you've got Dallin Martinez, the Lesniak, and Mark, Marcellus Motoyo, 30. 
76 tries. So we do know both these sides like to throw the footy around. So, yeah, it's going to be a beauty. I, uh, Knights have won four of the last five against the Warriors. I think uh, the big question mark is still on Sean Johnson. He won't train with the side this week until the captain's run. So let's hope he gets through that. As you said, Dunny, big, big home crowd advantage. Oh, I'm going to go to the Warriors. So if, um, if the Warriors were to lose... How do we reflect on the season? Because they've been a really good story this year. After what they went through through the COVID years, where they had to be based away from home and leave their families uh, back in New Zealand, how would this season be received if the Warriors were to lose on Saturday? Oh, I, I, I think it'd be a win-win situation. You know, to, to make the top four any year is a great endorsement of what you're doing at the club. And Andrew Webster in his first year there, I, I don't think there's any problems there. And as I say. It's not just the NRL side, it's, it's, it's club-wise. You know, they've had a, a phenomenal season when you think about it. And, um, yeah, mate, I, I don't think there'll be any problems if they get beaten, but I think they'll be up and about on Saturday night. Um, sometimes we get a little bit carried away with, uh, you know, the losses of, or let's say, the Storm and the Warriors last week, you know, but they did finish in the top four. They've been one, two of the dominant sides. So they're... they're, they're it's obvious that they're favourites going into this. The Storm? Yeah, both of them. Both the Warriors and the Storm. What I'm saying oh, is yeah, sometimes yeah. because they get beaten and the other two yep. win and we think, oh, geez, the, the, the Knights there, they're on fire and all that. But really, the, the, sometimes the Premiership table doesn't lie. Oh, mate, you've hit the nail on the head. It's a great it's a great analysis, but Dunny, because it is. I think we, you know, you see, oh, you know, they, oh, they got... They got beat last week. They got beat. But who'd they get beat by? They mm. got beat by two pretty good sides, didn't they? Yeah. Um, in the Penrith Panthers and the Brisbane Broncos. You know, the Broncos, we've said it all year. We know what they've got. We know they've got that beautiful word called speed. And when they let the ball talk, they are good to watch. And on the other hand, you've got the tough, resilient Penrith Panthers who can score points as well. Um, so what we saw from the Panthers last week is similar to what they did the week before to the Cowboys. Just dominated the the first 40 minutes and, you know, didn't take the foot off the throat of their opposition. And I agree with you what you're saying because you forget that. At the end of the day, the boys can still play footy. They've had one bad game. At the end of the day, the Storm did have a bad game. As I said, I thought the Warriors were okay in that second half once they got a little bit of footy. And Sean Johnson, who I think will probably win the Dally M, um, is a big, big inclusion. All right, so we are looking at the Storm and uh, the Warriors. Do we take them by points or whatever yeah. if we're having a little multi with them? Yeah, no value going no. to head-to-head. So I'll go the Storm minus six and a half, the try bet. And the Warriors one to 12. I don't think there'll be much in it, but I think there'll be some points scored. So that's 4.59. Yep. Score a try any time. I'm going to go Jerome Hughes from the Storm. Into his old favourite, Jacob. He loves this bloke for the Warriors. He, he, come on, Dunny. <laughs> guess who it is. Come on. I'm guess, off, who it no, is. guess Let me guess who it is. Yeah, well, on, um, yeah by um, having a look um, at the team list. I don't know. Chance Nickel Clockstar. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, One of the great that names. Fella. One of the great names. The fullback. The number one chance nickel clock stat. So Jerome Hughes, chance nickel clock stat, ten dollars forty six. Nickel clock stat. No wonder I didn't remember it. Okay, that's it. Yeah. And then we're gonna have a same game multi in the storm. 
Roosters Gate. We're going to go the score of Triny Time. We're going to go Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, James Tedesco. So Cameron Munster, James, uh, Jerome Hughes, and James Tedesco. Yeah. At thirty-seven dollars. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven dollars. Gee. I don't, Munster. Hughes. I, I, I must say, Sully, he doesn't sound convinced by that. Sometimes I see Wayne's face light up and he thinks oh, no, it's no, a legitimate no. chance. He just looks a little a little weary or a little wary maybe this week. Yeah, well, I'll no, tell no. you what, if get up and about, we'll be right. That's the main thing. Yes, absolutely. $37. You won't be on on Monday, so you'll be out celebrating. Nice way. Oh, well, I will be anyway. So, yes, yes. <laughs> You'll get me at a good time on Monday morning. It'll be brilliant. Beautiful. <laughs> hey, um, the grand final entertainment's been announced, and we, we lost Tina Turner earlier on this year, and it was a very sad moment for um, for all those who loved her music, but also very sad for um, for NRL fans because she had such a great connection uh, with rugby league in, in Australia, and the Tina Turner musical is going to headline the NRL grand final entertainment. What do you know about this, Sal? Maybe absolutely brilliant. You know, I hear people yesterday bagging it and this and that. Oh, please, get a life. You know, at the end of the day, you, you know, you think, and that's what we we all said, didn't we, when Tina passed away? We we all said that just reminds you of the NRL. It's synonymous with what had happened. So I think it'll be a beauty, mate, to be totally honest. I think, obviously, the Tina Turner musical's up and about over here at the moment. So, yeah, no, I think it's a great idea. When's the, the Dal M? It's not next week, it's the week after, is it? But leading into the grand fight? Grand final? Yep. yep. Right. Normally okay. on the Wednesday before, isn't it? So, yep. Or oh, Monday. Monday, sorry. Yeah, they keep changing it. One year <laughs> Monday, then it was a Wednesday. Yeah, I'll find out out for uh, Monday morning. And okay. Sean Johnson's your tip at this this early stage? He's had a big year. He, mm. he really has had a big year. And obviously, we know the run the Warriors went on. And, and the big thing was they were scoring points. Um, so when I look, yeah, I, I really do. I, I think Sean Johnson, in my humble, is... Um, the man to win it this year and what another great story that'll be you know obviously at the Warriors went to Cronulla then back the favourite son returns and oh it'll be fitting and let's hope he's let's just hope he gets up and about on Saturday Am I right in saying that the Dalian medal because it's done a little bit differently to the Brownlow the votes are actually accessible for part of the year and then they they disappear from the domain there towards the end? Yeah that's correct mate uh, halfway through and they did a little bit this year that was a maximum of six points uh, so actually players could get up to six points uh, the way they did it. They worked it out. It was a little bit different this year. But I think up to round 14, we, it was open for everybody to watch. And then it goes into closed doors after that. Is it refs do it or is it media? No, no, it's no. Not. that's right. Yeah. No, it's um, not, not journalists as such. It's, it's, it's a nominated person for every game, but it's nothing to do with the referees. Yeah. Good idea. There we go. Hey, um, so we'll look forward to that, the Daly M, and we can't wait for the weekend. A great opportunity for both the Storm and the Warriors to bounce back, and if not, we'll see some great games. If the Roosters and the Knights can get up, there'll be upsets for the ages. Enjoy it all. Absolutely, and I'll have the WA uh, men's and 17s sides uh, that they'll be named over the week. The 17s side, they go to St Mary's in Sydney next week for the combined affiliated states championship, which starts next Friday. Uh, So Friday week. Um, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at St Mary's. Looking forward to that. I'm shooting up the uh, catch up with all the boys, calling the first two days of those t- championships. Brilliant. And what's um, what's got you partying at the weekend? So, what's going to make Monday so enjoyable for us? Well, it's uh, Canberra Region Rugby League Grand Final Day on Sunday. Um, 
So it'll be the end of uh, the season. So I'm hoping the Wadon Valley Rams under-19s can win the premiership. They're, they're taking on West Belcon and Warriors. And there's a three WA boys in that side, lads. One of them being mine. So, yeah, we're hoping the boys can get a victory. Fingers crossed. Right on you. Sal, thanks as always. Thanks, mate. Thanks, lads. That's James Sully Sullivan with us uh, live from the nation's capital. Head of a big weekend locally, as well as around the nation for NRL. We're in Melbourne and we're in New Zealand. There's no games in New South Wales or Queensland this weekend. Well, what are they going to do with themselves?